The Old Testament book of Jonah is not the story of a great fish. It is the story of a great God. In a world on the verge of judgment and desperate for a spiritual awakening, it holds a message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. Join us in the book of Jonah today as we study God's Word with Scott Pauley. Our God is a miracle-working God. Uh, that's why some people take issue with a book like the book of Jonah. They don't want to believe in a miracle-working God, a God who can do anything, and yet he does. Look, if he created everything, don't you think he can do anything with what he's created? He performs miracles of all types whenever he chooses to do so. I think we expect so little from such a big God at times. Perhaps we would pray for greater miracles if we re recognize the miracle-working power of God already at work in our lives. So ponder this today. What was the greatest miracle in the book of Jonah? Now, there were lots of miracles. Ponder them a moment. There's the miracle of the storm. God sent the storm. Remember, the winds and waves obey him. There's the miracle of the fish. God, God controls the fish. Remember when Jesus came, he he put even a, a coin in a fish's mouth to pay the taxes for the disciples. And so he controlled this great fish as well. And there was the revival of a great city. Imagine an, an entire city and a wicked one at that. We'll come to that part of the story. The entire city turning to God. That's miraculous. There was the miracle with the gourd growing up in the night, with the worm consuming it in a moment of time, with the, with the wind coming, obeying the voice of the Creator God. All of that's miraculous because the miracle was that it wasn't under the control of any man. It was under the control of God only. But I want to suggest to you today that the greatest miracle in Jonah was not any of that. The greatest miracle in Jonah was what God did in Jonah. It was the goodness of God to him. And friend, the greatest miracle in your life today is not all of the physical things around you. It's not some, some thing that someone did for someone else you've heard about. The greatest miracle is that you and I are not in hell today. The greatest miracle is that God has been so very good to us, that God has showered grace and mercy and peace upon all of us. In fact, we're in Jonah's prayer in Jonah chapter number 2. We've come to Jonah's prayer room. What a prayer room it is. It's the belly of a great fish. <laughs> Think of that. That was Jonah's prayer room. Aren't you glad God will meet you anywhere in any circumstance? And if you read and study through this prayer, which we're about to do, we're going to walk through the entire prayer and learn what we can from Jonah's prayer. Uh, Jonah's prayer reveals basically one great thing, and it is this, the goodness of God. Not just in one experience either. In fact, as you, as you read it, he deals with so many facets of God's goodness. I think sometimes we, we miss so many uh, demonstrations of God's goodness in all of our lives. It was the ongoing work in Jonah's life and the ongoing goodness of God in the world. It's not just that God saved you whenever that was many years ago. It is that God continues to be good to you. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 9 
uh, is a powerful verse. It says, Beloved, we're persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. Have you ever pondered not just salvation, but all the things that accompany salvation? Remember, the theme of Jonah is salvation is of the Lord. Well, when you get God's salvation, you get so many things that accompany that salvation. When you got the Lord Jesus, you got all of God's resources. When you got the Savior, you got all of the goodness of God that came through that salvation. Yes, I believe the greatest miracle in Jonah was the goodness of God to Jonah, and the greatest miracle today is the goodness of God to each of us. Maybe you're looking for some spectacular thing. You're you're waiting on some huge demonstration. Instead, would you look in the mirror of God's Word and then look in the mirror at yourself and recognize how good God has been to you? Are you breathing? You're alive? That's the goodness of God to you. Uh, Do you have a measure of health today? Maybe not perfect, but a measure of it, that's the goodness of God to you. Uh, Have you eaten in the last 24 hours? Do you have clothes on your back, a place where you can sleep tonight? That's the goodness of God to you. Do you have family, friends, people that love you? That's the goodness of God. But let's get beyond even those temporal, material blessings. Do you know your sins are forgiven? Remember what Jesus said to the disciples one day, don't rejoice that even the devils are subject to you, but rather rejoice in this, that your names are written down in heaven. If nothing else, your names are written in heaven. You have eternal life. You're never going to perish. That's reason to rejoice today. Recognize the goodness of God in your own life. Now, before we walk through this particular prayer, let me just give you two or three introductory thoughts to the prayer. Because as you examine it, remember how it ends? Jonah chapter 2, verse number 9, salvation is of the Lord. The last word of the prayer is the name Lord. That's the covenant name. That's the God who who makes promises and always keeps them, who, who can be trusted Aren't you glad that's the God? The prayer, do you see, brings us not to just our circumstance or not just to a better situation. It brings us where? It brings us to the Lord. So here are my thoughts today. There was a great fish in Jonah. The Bible literally calls the fish this great fish. And yet, watch, uh, though there's a great fish, Jonah is concentrated on his great God. Did you ever notice that in Jonah's prayer, he never once mentions the fish? He mentions being in the depths, in the depths of the sea, but he never once mentions the fish. Did you ever notice that in his message, when he gets to Nineveh, he never once mentions the fish? I think his skin was bleached out. He probably looked like uh, quite a character because he's been in the belly of that fish for several days, and yet he never uses that as a sermon illustration. You never hear him mention it. Why? Because now all eyes are on God, and all words are about God. So it's not about the great fish. Then there was a great city. The Bible refers to Nineveh as that great city. And they were great in many respects, and we'll talk about that, and their size, their scope, the souls that were there. But watch this. The, the hard thing, the hard thing was not getting that great city to turn to God. It was getting Jonah to turn to God. Uh, before they could be saved, Jonah had to be converted. Jonah had to be changed No, it's not about the great fish. It's about a great God. It's not about a great city. It's about a great God. And yes, it's not about a great prophet. Jonah was an amazing prophet. He's the only prophet to whom Jesus likens himself. We'll talk more about that later. 
He preaches a, a five-word sermon in his language, and a whole city gets right with God, and yet it's not about exalting Jonah. It's about his great God. Sir, ma'am, young person, God is at work in your life today. And do you know why he's working in your life? He's working in your life to bring you to himself. Let me end today with another one of Jonah's prayers. It's found at the end of the book in Jonah chapter 4 and verse number 2. Jonah says, he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before Natarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. I think that's a pretty good summary of our God right there. You want something great today? The great miracle is this, that God is gracious. The great miracle is that God is merciful. The great miracle is that though we deserve judgment, God is slow to anger. The great miracle is that though we deserve hell, he's of great kindness. The great miracle is that God would repent of evil, that God would turn away from judgment and wrath and show us his merciful kindness. The greatest miracle in Jonah, the greatest miracle in me, is that God would show his goodness to an undeserving sinner. Do you want to go further in your study of the Bible? Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find hundreds of articles, sermons, and podcast episodes in our online library. You can search the archive by scripture or subject, and we trust it will help you as you continue your journey in scripture. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.